In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, hey, kids, what's up? Jeff Zimfer, your host of Mortgage Marketing Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're here for uh, the first time or the 15th or 150th time, I want to give you a quick... Hopefully you heard that. It was a James Brown shout out. Uh, shout out to you for being a listener and tuning in. And so before we uh, cut to a repeat second time visit from this month's guests, I want to remind you, um, I'm be, got to be bringing this back to the surface. Hey, I put a book out. I wrote a book here. There's a headline right there. I wrote a book, right? The book's called Disrupt or Die. How to Survive and Thrive the Digital Real Estate Shift. If you don't have it yet, did you know? Did you know you can get the book for free, 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 free? <laughs> All you got to do is pay for shipping. I mean, look, I think that's a pretty fair deal, right? You can get it on Amazon, sure, right? That's going to cost you a few more bucks to get it on Amazon, but you can get it for free. And I'm going to give you an incentive to getting it for free and just paying shipping. I'm going to give you access to a free companion course that's got a bunch of video modules in it and stuff like that. Bonus videos, free downloads, guest interviews. These are people that are special guests, interviews that'll help take help you take action, right? On how to disrupt proof your business. The free downloads are additional resources with like building your brand, social media, generating leads. And then of course, there's additional videos in there. That's a deeper dive on concepts and strategies shared in each chapter of the book. I have to reach for it right here on my shelf. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. How's that for? We just keep it real and raw here. So look, in this book, we're breaking it down. Part one, part two, the five trends driving the digital real estate shift. Do you want to get educated, updated, and get on the get on the right track, right? With this whole digital disruption thing, it's happening. Whether you're on board or not, it's happening. So you can either be on board or get run over. It's up to you. But uh, part one, we're going to talk about the rise of the digital culture, consumer control, the rise of mobile and social media, and the rise of real estate disruptors. So to set the stage for like what's driving this whole digital real estate disruption. And then part two is becoming a modern real estate mortgage professional. This is where we dive into the brand called You, content marketing, online reviews, how to win the customer early, reduce the friction in your process, and how to ultimately disrupt-proof your business. <laughs> Lots of interviews, lots of case studies in here. Um, so if you haven't yet checked it out, either go to Amazon. By the way, if you already got it and you haven't left a review for me on Amazon, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and if you want access to the companion course and you did leave a review on Amazon, 
I'll just cut and paste, screenshot whatever your um, your review on Amazon and send me that screenshot to podcast at Mortgage Marketing Radio. Podcast at Mortgage Marketing Radio. Or jump into the Facebook group for the Mortgage Marketing Radio listeners and post your screenshot in our private group over at Facebook, Mortgage Marketing Radio. Because I want to get you some love. I want to make sure you're getting access to that complimentary companion course. And of course, if you haven't bought the book yet, hey, you can go to getdisruptordie.com, right? Get Disrupt or Die. Let me make sure that is the right URL. I've got so many of these, I forget. GetDisruptorDie.com. That'll take you to the place where you can get the book for free, pay 10 bucks for shipping anywhere in the US. If you're outside of the US, I'm sorry, you're going to need to go back to Amazon. Hey, also too, um, some loan officers, what they're doing is they're purchasing uh, quantities, quantities of this book at wholesale for their realtors. And if that's of interest for you as well, then jump into the Facebook group and let me know you'd like to purchase some books at wholesale, um, you know, minimum 10 or more, and you'll get a smoking deal on those uh, literally less than a cup of coffee per each book and uh, you know, share those with your realtors and stuff as a way to add value to them. Okay. So with that said, let's talk about my special guest. It is a return visit from the one, the only mortgage geek. Yes, that's right. The mortgage geek who I last uh, interviewed in 2019. And of course, a lot of things have changed since then in so many different ways. Um, and Sean Cahan is the mortgage geek. And if you don't follow him on social, we're going to put links here in the show notes. You need to follow him. All right. You need to follow him on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, because this guy is blazing a trail when it comes to leveraging his unique personality. I stress his, his unique personality. There's only one mortgage geek, right? Well, actually there's two. There's also Denise Donahue. She's the female mortgage geek, but Sean Cahan, right? What I'm saying is the mortgage geek might not be the right fit for you, for your style, your brand, your personality, but that's okay. What I love about the mortgage geek though, is you see what he does. You now have permission, carte blanche permission to be you, to either let your freak flag fly, to let your teacher shine through, to let your compassionate, caring heart, right? Show up, whatever it is, the true authentic you. That's what I want you to gather from the second conversation with Sean Cahan, the mortgage geek. Now, if any of you are wondering, I hear this question still. I can't believe this question still exists out there. I heard somebody asking it the other day. Somebody was being asked, hey, what's the ROI of social media? And I know this audience, pretty savvy bunch. I'm hearing more and more every single day uh, asking people what, you know, what their sources of a business are. And I think the poll I did on LinkedIn the other day had something like 25% of people um, that was their um, primary source of business with social media. So let's face it, folks, it's growing and I want to help you grow it. Now, Sean Cahan, right? The mortgage geek who's got this um, wonderful personality. We feature him in the book, by the way, Disrupt or Die. Uh, but also, as I said, go check him out on Instagram, YouTube, et cetera. You, you just, you're just going to be thoroughly entertained at a minimum, but also I think you're going to get some great ideas on what's possible for you when it comes to content. I guarantee you, you will think differently than you ever have before once you witness the mortgage geek in action. And the social media, is there an ROI for him and his business? Oh, I don't know. Uh, his business has grown exponentially. I know in 2020, uh, he did 519 loans for $243 million. By the way, that's personal production. Personal production. What you may not know about Sean, he's also the president of Cornerstone 
First Mortgage, headquartered in San Diego, California. And they are tracking to do in 2021, $3 billion, that's with a B, 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 B $3 billion in funding. So Sean has time to both run a company as the president and create some incredible content. Now, he's completely transparent and honest. He'll tell you that he has a team now. He didn't start with a team. But listen to this, this episode because this is from somebody who's been on this journey now for upwards of five years in creating content. And you're going to get some nuggets and takeaways on the good, the bad, and the ugly of, of, of creating content, right? You know. Um, so I think I, you'll enjoy this episode as much as I did. Round two with Sean Cahan, the Mortgage Geek. Let's get into this week's show. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jeff. I should say welcome back to the show. Man. Yeah, it's been too long. We've reached so, out on Facebook quite a bit. I know. I'm trying to think, was it 2020 I had you on or was it 2019? I don't remember. 2019. 2019. So hell of a lot's changed since then, right? Man. Worldwide pandemic, uh, <laughs> for one thing. <laughs> It has um, been nuts. Okay, so a lot of people have heard about you or know of you from you know my podcast, the book, and stuff like that. Um, and so what I'm curious about, I want to re-enter the conversation because I'm I'm opening the page of my book here where I, you know, I talked about this whole concept of like surviving and thriving the digital real estate shift, and one of the concepts was you know in terms of how to become known, one of the concept concepts was develop a unique style or point of view. And I think you've done a fairly good job of having unique style and point of view, hence the mortgage geek. If anybody's listening to this, we're going to put links, obviously, in the show notes to all the stuff you tell me to put links to, your YouTube channel, your Instagram. I can see it all here. Yeah. Um, but what's happened to you since then, since we last talked? Like, How's your brand continued to impact your business? Ah, oh, man. It's, uh, impacting it in a very good way. I, I always say like anything that like is a lifelong, you know, that's something that's going to carry for a long time. It's not a bell and a whistle. It's not a trick. It's not going to go away. Always takes a long time to establish the foundation, you know? And really this year I went, I went all in. Um, mm -hmm. Last year it proved uh, quite a bit, which was very interesting. I was always at the very beginning going towards like realtors and then a little bit of consumer. And then all of a sudden, I started getting more connects with actual loan officers saying like, yo, this is what you're doing. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what company do you work for? I'm like, well, I'm the owner of Cornerstone. And they're like, wait, you're the owner of the, of the mortgage bank. And I was like, yeah, I'm the owner and I'm doing this. And they're like, well, can I come and join? And I was like, like cause if you're doing this, that just sets a precedent for everybody. So it actually mm. pivoted. It, it was mm. crazy. And that's why if you saw like my view count, I took it a little bit off of YouTube because all of a sudden I started to realize what my demographics was, was really Instagram and Facebook because that's where of like the social presence lies in between, you know, the, the business to business instead of the, you know, B2C with the consumer basis. And so I really learned a lot about the three different platforms. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, your YouTube is a very consumer direct model. You got to change. You got to facilitate your video for that. So some of my videos that do really, really well on Facebook are a complete fucking flop on YouTube. And it's because to a consumer, you know, they might, I might not know what the, you know, they might not know what I'm talking about, you know, mm -hmm. or they're like, we don't care for shit how much you pay somebody. Um, 
So it, it was a very interesting, I, I, between when the time we got off the phone and now, I think that I've learned so much about each one of those platforms that this year I literally was like, okay, all in, got writers, got so many different people involved. Um, I'm even maybe possibly flying all the way to, what is it, Turcos, Cakes and Turcos here with another people that invited me out there to do more, you know, content. And I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is kind of going that direction. So, yeah. Um, all right. I want to stay on the thread of content for a moment. Then we'll obviously kind of interweave the mortgage side of things. But for Absolutely. instance, um, you mentioned what you learned about the different content for different channels. Um, so that makes me curious. I'm looking at your YouTube channel right now and I can see if I just grab, you know, a couple of titles, obviously you got some blooper ones that are, let me actually go to this link. It's, it'll be better than more recent stuff. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking at uh, your different videos. What the finance, you got bloopers, you got PMI. Are you still doing this episode thing called what the finance? Yeah. So yeah. if you saw like the newest one that did really well on YouTube was the three P's of what the finance and it's the way that I actually positioned the video on YouTube. So that one did like, I don't know, 88, 90,000 views pretty quickly. The three P's. Uh -huh. So that again is I didn't start off with an actual intro of what the finance I started off with just talking about the actual content. Then I scaled back into what the finance and then I went more deeper into it. So that actually carried on a lot larger uh, view count for YouTube. And that video did not do very well on Facebook. Okay. So what's, how do you, are you taking the same pillar content on YouTube and repurposing that? Or are you doing a completely different video for Facebook or Instagram? Well, we will always put all of the all of the videos on all the, the different ones, but it's depending upon how we actually allocate the um, the ad spend. Okay, so yeah. if I make a video like my Elf video, you know, um, yeah. or like that one, it was just oh, and by the way, that Elf video, I have to talk about this. This is crazy. I am having surgery. Okay, this is how far I go. I am having what? surgery next month because of that video because I did the splits. And they didn't, <laughs> they didn't catch the video, the whole thing on the first one. And I'm in Target. People are going, look at this dude, he's doing the split. And so the film crew made me do it again. And I oh, literally no. tore in two spots my labrum in my hip, oh. getting all the way down. And Amen. now I have, a, I have surgery. Holy crap. That was two months ago. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. the holiday, what is holiday cheer like with Geek the Elf? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. You're like a character actor, man. You're like, uh, you know, Christian Bale. You're going to go all the way on the role. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to do whatever it takes. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. All right. So, but, where, wh what's changed in terms of like sources of business for you, right? Let's, let's dovetail a little bit of the mortgage stuff in. Well, obviously, I'll keep coming back to this, but still, what's your number one source of business today? Uh, well, my personal, my personal mm -hmm. business, realtors. Okay. Still realtors. Okay. Yeah. So last year did uh, 519 transactions at 243 million. Um, so pretty fired up about, about those numbers, especially because I also grew like the Dickens last year. Um, yeah. So corner cornerstone where um, I think our target this year is, you know, just a little over 3 billion. Um, nice. So it's, it's pretty fun, you know, but, Yeah, that, that'll buy you some new glasses that without tape, you know what I mean? <laughs> But that'll kill the brand. Yeah, that one guy's like, you did $100 million. I don't think you could afford a, a pair oh, of yeah. sunglasses. And I'm like, 
I think you missed the point. <laughs> exactly. But, Go to the branding 101. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. But um, all right. So, yeah, st- realtors, staying so in front of them. Yeah. How are you staying in front of them? Are you using all your content? Yeah, I use my content. Yeah. How, how, how do you get it to them? Is that where your Instagram is a bigger play? That's where Facebook and uh, Instagram are a bigger play. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I think that what happens a lot in branding of marketing is that A of all, we, if we don't see success right away, we give up on it. Okay. So anyone that's listening, just you guys, I started this in 2017. It's 2021. You know what I mean? And I'm still learning. So it's like, just don't stop. Right. It's, if you don't, if you stop after 12 months, then just consider, you know, your brand dead. And if you don't, if you don't have enough money at the end of, you know, six months or something like that, then you just went into it thinking that you're trying to go all in, don't go all in, right. Spread it out. Um, the other thing is learning the different platforms for what you want. So I just went in there and on the branding side, it was like, Oh my God, I'm just going to be everywhere. And I quickly realized like, Oh, okay, cool. No, you can't be everywhere. Your video is not good on this platform. It might be good on this platform. Your target audience might be a consumer on a Facebook. It might be a realtor. So, you know, it's just kind of tweaking and finding out. And then when you do get a really, really good, like uh, CPV on, on one of your videos, then just, you know, take it off the other videos and dump it on that one video or dump it on that one. So another thing that, uh, that we learned a lot is that if you don't in the first like two or three weeks, see like a really, really good cost per view um, or really good interaction on that video, let it, let it die and move mm-hmm. over. And I actually learned that from Billy Jean. He was like, you know, you're spending too much money on these videos that cost too much. When you have this one could have dumped everything, all your resources on this one video because the public liked it, you mm-hmm. know? So it was a, it was a mind shift. Did you, did you do some consulting with Billy Jean? Uh, Billy Jean's my homeboy. Was yeah. that right? Oh, he yeah. lives down in San Diego, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Got it. I've known, cool. I've known Billy. I mean, dude, the guy's a fucking animal. He's, he's incredible, but I've also known him for now uh, uh, seven years. Yeah. Before, before he was Billy Jean that we all know. I knew him when he first started his thing. Really? Um, he actually rented my, uh, one of my commercial spaces. That's how oh, he got that's awesome. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a monster. I got to say this. So obviously I'm looking at your multiple pages and stuff's popping up while I'm looking at this. And I have to say, um, well, first of all, my, my, my wife asked me to tell you that she thinks you're just about the funniest person she's ever seen. Maybe (laughs) more funny than me, which, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay. Uh, so yeah. yeah, And then I was, I was, there's, there's a client who's in San Diego, who's going to need a mortgage. And I was talking with these two friends of mine, uh, b- both women and they were living in Germany for 18 years and we're talking about mortgage stuff. Right. And she goes, uh, I know they live in San Diego. And I go, well, do you have a loan officer down there? And we're talking, Oh, they, they, they run a branding agency. This is the funny thing. Okay. And I go, and I, go I got to show you the mortgage coach. So I'm sorry, uh, mortgage geek, duh, mortgage coach. Uh, and then, uh, I show, start showing your videos and we are literally like on the floor laughing in here like crazy. You know what I mean? And we just have this conversation about branding, you know what I mean? And the, and the reality of there's a good amount of people who don't dig your brand. Don't be a mortgage geek, right? And we talked about that a, a little bit in the book, but like, how do you respond to that right now? Are you at the point where you're like, you know, whatever, man, I got so many people. You don't care. That's not my audience. What do you say to people who are afraid of perhaps being bold like you have been? Right? They're afraid of like of, of alienating people. 
On the there, you mean of the consumer that doesn't, or the people that don't like me, or what do I any, say to them? Any no, what do you say to LOs who are like, well, oh. Jesus, I don't want to be me because I'm gonna because uh, I know you're being you. This is you're an extension of the mortgage geek, just with glasses. Yeah. That's part of who you are. Um, but some people would like probably say stuff, but they're afraid to, you know. So not every brand has to go follow my brand, right? So if you look at um, uh, what a mortgage. Um, and, uh, he, I mean, his, his following is incredible. He doesn't disrupt anything. You know what I mean? There is, there's no disruption of any type of thought process or trying to make someone, you know, pushing the envelope. He is just so freaking. his name is Min. He is so freaking good at just being so consistent with like a 30 second video that he has such a huge following and he'll never get anyone saying, you know, Oh my gosh, like that's a bad video because he just comes and says like, here's the three things about mortgage insurance. Here's the three things about um, 3% down. Here's this about this mortgage. Here's an FHA loan. Here's three and a half percent. So it's just a value add content education. Very simple, very clean, throws up some information. So his videos are, are very similar. What's his name again? Uh, it's what a mortgage. What a mortgage. Is that our YouTube yeah. channel or what is it? It's on, uh, go to Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're here. He's a uh, baby. Oh, he's oh, a monster. I see it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a yeah. mortgage? So he's... Um, uh, I've seen men before, yeah. Yeah. He's a monster. Um, yeah. uh, you know, another one. So, so if an LO comes to me and they don't have kind of like, we, we want to always take advantage of their personality, right? So if they're like, you know, personality that's kind of straightforward, wants to stay in the box, which is totally fine. You don't have to be outside of the box, right? Mine is more outside of the box. So I, 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 I do push the envelope. There's 20% of people that are like, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, all right. <laughs> you got and your, which is a matter of fact, which I wanted to bring up one of the funniest things. So uh, again, the links will be in the show notes, people. You've got to watch uh, the Mortgage Geek mean comments. Um, wow. that is one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen <laughs> stuff that people are saying, man, is unbelievable. <laughs> it's monsters. It's crazy, but you have to put up with it. So it used to hurt my feelings and now it doesn't it? hurt my feelings. I'm like, it's a true. So another, I just got another one recently where somebody came off YouTube. Okay. <laughs> they didn't want to just post a comment on YouTube. They came off YouTube after watching my entire thing. Yeah. They found my webpage, nice. went to my webpage, went into the comments and then blasted me. And I was like, he wanted that to be personal. You know what yeah. I mean? But, right. but if you look, that was like a 10 minute thing. Like wow. that's, you have to watch the whole video. So I think that that, you know, I have to put a smile on my face that I affected somebody's life, good or bad so much that they literally had to go through that whole series to let me know that they didn't like me. So I was like, Whoa. All right. All right. Let's let's talk about the flip side. Give give us a sense of the feedback or that you get from people when you do get a chance to talk to them after they've been watching your videos. Consumers, you know, I mean, what are some of the comments you've heard that you know are feeding you to keep doing this? Yeah. So what what keeps on you know keeping me ticking is is the consumers, and we'll start with consumers, and then um, I'll roll over into like a B two B, you know. But sure. like the consumers, when they call me, they're like yo, you're the mortgage geek. I feel really comfortable knowing that you're very, edu I learned a lot, but you're really, really funny. We feel that we're very comfortable because we feel like we know you. Mm -hmm. 
So they built a, they built a relationship with me through watching the videos, understanding that, you know, like they call me, I'm not, Oh, well, this is Sean. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to come in and be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? Like, how can I help you? And, and then they're like, holy shit, this, this guy's real. Like, uh, this, this guy's kind of weird. Right. right and right. kind of a character. So they build that. And so when you, when you trust somebody right enough, then even if you've never spoken to them before, that's the power of social media that they feel like they can trust you already because they feel like maybe we're alike. Maybe they yeah. like that. Maybe the humor brought us together. So when the consumer does call, I, I'm not like, you know, beating down, you know, who can have the best interest rate. They're calling me going, I know you can do it. You're awesome. I feel so connected to you. Can we just move forward with my mortgage? So it cuts out all the bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, and let's just keep in mind, your videos aren't just entertaining. They're also educational, right? Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, so it's, they get to learn. I mean, let's face it, right? The topic of mortgages can be pretty boring. Um, so you found a way leveraging your personality to keep it interesting. But just like you said a moment ago with, uh, what's a, you know, what's a mortgage or men. So he, he isn't this huge gregarious personality. So there are, the point is there are people that are going to value the straight up education. And then there's some who are going to like dig the funny, the edgy, and they're going to get edgy. Cause here's the thing. If you weren't educating, if you weren't actually demonstrating, you know, what you talk about, then it'd just be like, well, who's this friggin' dude who's just being goofy but i didn't learn jack totally. you know yeah so then they just might then they might just laugh and now you're only gonna get about 30 or 40 percent of the people because they might log on and, and think they're your funny type of deal but you know what i mean it's a quick video laugh um right right so that's why that education piece and so now every video doesn't have to be about education either like my no. mean comments right that's not about education so sometimes you'll throw in kind of like to throw somebody off the target, right? So like the what the finance is always about, you know, education. Right. A couple of my other ones are, are about how I can, you know, kind of move you into the direction of, of, of success here. But then I'll just throw out a video that just kind of is like, fuck, I'm not talking about mortgages. Here's what I deal with on my daily basis, you know? So. Oh, yeah. Do you ever do the like, you know, here's the life, a day in the life of a loan officer and... and I did do that. And yeah. they put up a video cam and then they saw me and people were like, holy shit, I had no idea. So like, it was like nine hours and I literally did not leave my desk. I'm on my phone typing, like doing like, boom, boom. Right. <laughs> people were like, dude, that's insane. I remember that the camera was like right over your shoulder or something, right? Looking down at your yeah. desk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was pretty revealing. So, How much time do you spend thinking about the content you're going to put out? All right. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm a little bit of a cheater now, you guys. Um, I have at this point, I have um, like a full, you, have a team. you know, creative team, video team. Um, I have actually different people that do my Instagram, even, you know, that specialize in, in carousels. If you look, I have carousels, I have stickers and all that kind of stuff. So that's actually a completely different group that specializes in this. So when I said I went all in, like, I went to like the best of the best and I was like, okay, let's go. Let's, let's harness in. Here's our budget. It's going to just go be completely, you know, off the wall. And uh, we need to push the envelope on every single second. So I'm going to cheat. I, I cheat now. Kind well, of. but, but you've paid your dues. I did. You know, I just, your video, man, your watch time's got to be crazy. It just sucks you in. You know what I mean? Watch you um, kick the bottle cap off of a friggin' vitamin water bottle. <laughs> yeah. 
So Jeff, check this out. So let's go back. Like when you were talking yeah. about like the yeah. consumer, Yes. the consumers that call me are not just watching one video and calling right. me. So how many videos I have, like all those different podcasts, a lot of people are like reading those articles. Cause if you type in Sean now on the whole entire front page of, of Google right. and so it's not, it's not about just doing videos. So that's another thing that the LOs and everything, like get in a publication, reach out. So everyone thinks that like, you know, the more and more that, that um, uh, the more and more that you get viewed, the more and more people are going to contact you. Absolutely incorrect. Right. I am the one that's reaching out to individuals. I want to be on your podcast. Here's why. Oh my God. They're like, wow, this is a great one. My team. So I have actually like, two people that are on the phone calling publication, calling, you know, different podcasts, calling different people to get onto their stuff, you know? So it's, I'm not sitting back, like just kind of, Oh, now I think that I'm so successful. People know my brand. Like we are actually putting it out to everyone saying, I want to be on it. Well, what's the, what's the end goal with all that, all this? Are you just trying to grow, you know, your company and your, your volume or what? <laughs> um, I want to continue showing people that the sky is the limit and to not, not stop. So I'm having probably the best time of my life. Every single year gets better. There's that's why I'm just like allocating more and more to, you know, the actual like uh, marketing side. And also the bank, I will be honest. I will prop my first step away from actual mortgages will probably be stepping away from the day-to-day -day contacting the consumer myself. I have a pretty large book of business now and I have a really good team, you know, that, that will still use Sean Cahan. If I ever need to get on the phone, you know, I will, but stepping away from actually dealing, you know, cause working seven days a week, especially with two kids, 16 years, seven days a week, my wife's like, are can you like take two days off, you know? Right. Um, so that's where I will step away. But then what the other flip side is, is that I'll just do more marketing and more like, brand recognition on cornerstone itself right okay all right so it all leads back to cornerstone yeah that's my that's my baby do you have um any los you've kind of taken under your wing who've come to cornerstone and are look you know building their own personal brand um yeah so i just actually started that um uh you'll see if you go on and start following a lot more of the los that are joining um you'll see that their instagram is a lot it's becoming a lot better, a lot more format and everything like that. It's because I went to the best of the best. Um, you know, do you know Mario the Monk? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Mario Trotta. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, we have an exclusive with him that he does like all of our, and so he does all of our Instagram for now, all of our top LOs. And then we're even funneling it down, creating like, so he's going to be drawing and writing. Mm -hmm. for actual cornerstone um on the marketing side like we're not in competition because i know he's still an lo but just more like the marketing side so um yeah i'm allowing now i want to i want to watch my my los really see the benefits of it as well and not have them be a lone ranger either so i'm putting them and saying hey i'm paying for it as a company and this yeah. is what you're responsible for doing. You're responsible for posting. You're responsible for this, but I'm going to give you amazing content. You don't have to come up with it. You don't have to come up with a carousel, but it's your responsibility to follow, to you know, DM people, to you know, stay active as well, but kind of allow them one step farther to, to take all the benefits of what I'm doing and actually integrate it into their business. Hmm. Interesting. 
All right, yeah. let's flip back to the uh, the B2B side, you know, the realtor side, whatever, in terms of how your content is impacting or driving business engagement, conversations, whatever. What do you want to say there? I mean, hey, I, my find your weaknesses, right? Find your weaknesses and outsource. So mm-hmm. it's a strength and then focus on your strengths. So here's my weakness, always been my weakness. I am so bad at calling realtors and introducing myself, everyone would be like, dude, you'd be so great. I'm not, okay? Mm-hmm. What I am really good at is building a relationship by other techniques, right? Mm-hmm. First, um, so my content and my Mortgage Geek branding allows me to break down those walls so that I can then, because like, if you just meet me in a group, I'm going to sit in that corner and I'm going to be like, all right, I'm ready to go now and drink my water because I don't drink anymore. And like, just kind of be like, okay, you know, and people will be like, I thought that guy was the outgoing guy, you know, and I'm pretty much <laughs> like, I'm like a, like a, a potato bug, like, you know, mm-hmm. now. If I meet two people and they're like, oh, this guy's great, then then I'm going to know the entire room 30 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I use that content. I force it out there. They comment. Boom. Now you're in my circle. I'm going to start DMing you. I'm going to set up things. Let's have a talk. Let's chat. Let's do those types of things. So I lead in with my content first and allow that to see if I'm going to get a response or anything. And then if I do get a good response, or, or, or some activity, that's when I'll actually lead in. Then I will get on the phone call. Then I'll set up the meeting. So um, to me, then they already know who I am type of deal so that I can just be myself uh, yeah. in the meeting. So when you say you lead with your content, what does that mean? Are you engaging online on Instagram or something first or? Uh, yeah, like Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm using those <laughs> as like my lead-ins. You know, are you messaging um, people, or is it just yep. that they're you are okay? All right. Yeah, we're messaging people. Yeah. So you're finding people, realtors who've watched your content, and then you're going to start kind of a messaging thing with them. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Um, another thing, you know, doing some studies and all that kind of stuff, um, I've quickly learned that social media is not only powerful for connecting, but it's actually taking over so many people's lives today in the fact that like when they post a picture, it is almost like the social dilemma, right? When someone posts a picture on Instagram, they literally are like stalled to the entire world. They are like, Oh my God, has someone liked, liked, and then as soon as someone likes and comments, they're like, okay. Yeah. Someone like someone validated me. Holy shit. Someone validated me. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest tricks and, and uh, a lot of people can vouch for this. That was on my coaching program. I set up and, you know, like, Hey, these are the 40 realtors or whatever, the 25 real are the referral partners. And I make my team start commenting. They're never allowed to call them at first. They're only allowed to start liking and commenting on their social media pages. I, somebody doubted me. And it was pretty interesting. They're like, are you sure this works? And all of a sudden, like three, three weeks later, they started sending me, oh my God, Sean. And all, they never spoken to this person, never met the referral partner. All they did was all their communicating, liking, trying to find, um, you know, things that they're in common with, commonality. And then, wait, is that a word, commonality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, I'm not really smart with English, just really good at math. But, uh, <laughs> and then this person was referring them going, this is like my good friend. Right. They are amazing. All this type of stuff because 
they felt that they knew each other because they looked at each other's presence. They yeah, commented, yeah. they started liking them and they were the first ones that liked every single picture. So if you start doing that, like mm-hmm. if people even do it with me, I feel more comfortable with them. I'm like, who is this person? Oh my God. Like this person's cool, you know? And, and it is so powerful. So if anyone needs any tricks or anything like that, please ring me, please DM me. I will set you up for success. And I don't care that you don't, if you work with me, I don't care if you hate me and like, or like me or anything, I want to make you successful. So I'm going to show you how I do it. Yeah. 100% agree. No, it's a great strategy for sure. Um, I wish more people recognized the, the ease of which you can connect with people today on social and develop a relationship to your point. It, it, it can go on beyond just superficial as long as you're consistent and sincere. Yeah, it's all about consistency. So like you just download the alert. So my phone like is like ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, Whoop. well, now I have somebody that's like ding, you know, yeah. commenting and all that kind of stuff. It, it's amazing how far it goes. So and then another thing on the flip side, when you do have a phone call, like remember when, when we first started in the industry, we didn't have social media, right? So like yeah, cold calling right. like an agent, I was like, I don't know this person. I don't know anything about them. I don't even know how many deals that they do. I'm just told that they possibly might do some. Right. So how am I going to call? Right. It's like so difficult. Now I can find out what you like and what you're all about in five minutes. I can go to your page, flip through all of your pictures. Cause Here's the deal. You only post the coolest shit, the cool shit that you like. It's not like somebody's posting like shit that they don't like. You know what I mean? So you can learn something, take that into a mind and then just call, call the actual person and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so into skiing too. What mountains do you go off of? Oh my God, this is so interesting. You know, and, and it's the power of hanging up the phone, not power of getting on because now, now I'm teaching you how to get off the phone because you, no one likes to, a phone call that just carries on forever. Right. So again, yeah. now you know how to get on the phone because it's so easy to talk about it. Now I'm like teaching actually LOs like, yo, when the conversation's over, hang up the phone. Don't do uh, and and do you like this? And do you like this? Like you gotta you gotta make sure that your conversations are a little bit shorter so that they want to actually answer your phone call the next time. Oh, so you're talking about um, if you've engaged on social, you've thrown some messages back and forth or whatever, uh, you've done your intel and file, found out they like snowboarding or they're into cars or whatever, you know, uh, or they're into vinyl. Um, those are some great talking points, obviously. But if I understand what you're saying, hey, man, you don't need to go for the clothes. Like, just yeah. really connect. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 And learn to get off the phone, too. You don't, mm. you don't have to have like some 30 minute conversation yeah, with somebody, right. you know? So what do, I want to dig deeper there for a second. Like, what is your advice, particularly like, you know, when you're mentoring LOs to, to create relationships with, the, with, with realtors, let's say, because as I said that, I thought in my head, you know, people are like, what do you mean? Don't go for the clothes, man. You know, you got to like schedule a meeting and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I'm like you probably like, like, slow it down, man. You know what I mean? It's just like build a relationship first. Uh, what, how do you coach your LOs around prospecting realtors around that, you know? So, uh, very interesting. Um, I do a powerful three minute and somebody else came out with a book after I started like coaching about three minutes. So it's pretty funny. Somebody came out with it in like one of the coaching platforms, a three minute conversation. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been coaching. Somebody swiping time. your stuff, man. <laughs> I, well, it'd be kind of weird just because I've never spoken to him, but I just thought it was so awesome that someone else is backing me on it. But, um, the three minute, the three minute conversation, it's okay. get on, 
because three minutes will never give you enough time to close. Right. So if you try to close in the first three minutes, I mean, you're toast. What are you going to do? Yeah, hey, yeah, I do yeah. a coffee, coffee meeting. Hey, Jeff, uh, coffee meeting. Cool tomorrow. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> hey, got any so, deals? <laughs> uh, three minute conversation doesn't allow you to get into work. And I say, and you, you owe me three friend conversations before you're allowed to talk about work. Three, the same person. So you're commenting, you're DMing, you're liking their stuff, you're getting to know each other. They will go on your page automatically. When you get them on the phone and when you call them, it's got to be specific, such as like, I reached out to another realtor, good friend, called them. I saw a post about um, his son and I was like, hey, how's your son doing? You know, and he was like, wow, that's so powerful. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for calling. He's doing better. And I was like, this is amazing. He was like, you know, by the way, we haven't, you know, gotten to lunch me. And I was like, hey, you know what? The purpose of this phone call, I don't want it to deviate and have you hang up regarding a meeting with your, you know, about work. This phone call is 100% dedicated to making sure that, that your son and that your family was healthy. Let's talk later about work. Mm-hmm. His wife called me and was like, dude, that was that was incredible. Like I could have just sealed the deal with a meeting. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah. it, you know, it's, it's amazing how much further we can go away instead of just always focusing on, on closing the deal, because it's not about the deal. It's about the relationship that creates the deal. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're a relational, right. Loan officer versus a transactional one, but most of the people listening to this aren't the transactional. They tend to be in the call centers and uh, that's not who uh, I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, do you have a sense since you've been building up this brand and all this stuff over time, let's just take the consumer direct, right? The Holy grail, which is interesting, which is why I always ask the question, what's your number one source of business? It still is realtors referrals. Um, but do you have a sense of what the balance of your uh, consumer direct businesses, like from your YouTube or whatever? Oh, it's, it's like 80, 20%. 80, 20, 80, realtors. Realtors. yeah, 80 realtor and 20% right. consumer. Yeah. But at your volume, 20% is pretty significant. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's good. Um, now men, he's crushing on consumer, you know, because, he? because he is a, he's Instagram and also YouTube, just like pounding knowledge like that. And it just generates so many leads that it is just, it's powerful. So that's what I'm saying. It really just depends on, do you want to go the consumer or do you want to go the relationship building? Um, I truly, truly feel unless you have like a really like a two source team, you cannot do well at consumer direct and do well on a referral basis. I, this is my, my belief, right? You can a little bit, but if you're all in for consumer, go all in for consumer because you're going to tailor your videos a lot differently or your content a lot different than doing like the referral type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the follow-up is different, you know, cause like if you're going to consumer direct, you're not going to download it and spend your time, you know, commenting and building a relationship on social. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so unless you have like a two funnel team. I think the challenge with that is that the time it takes to develop significant return on the consumer direct side, most LOs don't have the time for that to happen. The bandwidth the money, whatever, right? It's like, I need deals today, you know, and the realtors is where you get the deals. Like, today, you know? Yeah. Um, no, definitely. I think that you can, I think you can slow down a little bit. If you do want to go in the consumer direct, then you need yeah. to actually 
free plan. So what they, what they try to do is they try to take a referral base and bring it into the consumer world. And that takes just a ton of fucking money. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're, content is is pure consumer you actually doesn't take a lot of time it doesn't take a lot of uh money either and it can be fast paced it can be but you have to dedicate a hundred percent of your video content for the consumer such as like the three things hey fha call me later have you seen like uh matthew uh, matthew out of new york dude that guy on the consumer direct completely smears it also i mean he's like one hundred thirty-eight thousand, so he's on podcasts and everything like you know, directly after consumers saying, Hey, you know, call me. Do you need help with like FHA loan? Call me. Do you need this? Um, and very direct. And, and he gets so many likes and comments and his, his, the amount of deals that come in from the consumer direct is, is bonkers. Um, you don't recall so his last name, too. do you? Uh, yeah, I can find it real quick. In two they seconds. Gotta, I, you know me, He's, man. I was got to do the research on that. He's one on. of my, uh, we, we, we know each other. I mean, more of like a, um it's um <clears throat> it's matthew garland and it's mg the mortgage guy so matthew garland the mortgage guy okay he has one hundred forty-eight thousand followers now on instagram uh-huh. um dude this guy just completely he's like min too so min me mario matthew we get on you know every once in a while we'll get on instagram and, and chat it up i mean those guys so much to learn from as well, but let me ask you this question. Do you think, you know, cause this consumer direct game, uh, you know, it's, it's not that it's new. I mean, people are aware of, they're like, oh, I know I should be on social media or whatever I should be, should be doing all this. And yet still the bulk of, of loan officers are getting the most, most of their business from, from referral sources. Um, I mean, it's, do you think somebody, like if I don't shift, if I don't create videos, if I don't develop some kind of a brand, I mean, is that the fading winner concept thing that, you know what I mean, is coming and you're just slowly going to be fading away? <laughs> How are you going to stand? Like I called the sardines. Like if you just put yourself into a can of sardines, <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> you got to do something. I mean, the day and stage of somebody just using like, oh, well, I, you know, you're a referral from my dad. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't, they, they look at your social presence. I don't care. Right, right, right. And look at what, what was the statistic? I, I thought I read, but I never verified. It was like 32% of all home purchases last year were, were demographic of the millennial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 32%. We're, that's a, if you could just focus on that, I mean, lights out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then do you, sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. Uh, so let me play the, play this side of the coin. Then what, do, I mean, do you ever see yourself walking away, dropping the mic? I don't need you realtors, right? That whole thing. Do you think that's nah. a smart play? No, no. Like how many realtors are out there? Like how many people are going to give the business, right? But yeah, they're, they still, you know, speaking of stats, I think it was 89% of people who bought a house last year used a realtor to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then what was it? Some other, some other stat that I read and I, again, I didn't verify it. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Don't quote me. Um, <laughs> here's an easy email. I always say, don't quote me, boy. Cause I ain't say shit. Your, t- <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, is your attorney in the room? <laughs> uh, so it was like 
82% of that 89% went with their realtor's preferred lender? Yes. Yes. Something like that. I don't know if that's the actual figure, but I have all that as well from the NAR. That's where all that comes from. Yep. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty like, what I saw, it was, it was, it was like, significant. It was a pretty yeah. large number. So yes. here, if you're going to go in the consumer, it does not mean that you can't parlay that into a relationship, right? It's harder to parlay a relationship based content driven into a consumer direct. Okay. Cause mm. the two don't correlate now. What you can do is do a consumer direct and parlay that into a referral base because now you are dealing with the consumer and you can tie it in and say, hey, I'm bringing in these leads. Will you be my source of contact? And then you can build the relationship that way and say, hey, I'm going to send you over all these leads. I'm going to show you how well I do. And then if you start doing well, then the realtor is like, dude, I'm going to you know, you never want to force anybody and you never want to do what's called the golden handcuffs, right? But yeah. what you say is like, yo, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to show you what I'm all about. And when you, when you switch it over to them and you're giving them actual clients that they're going to go get successful off the natural human, you know, a business, right? Naturally, they're going to want to feed you. Now, again, right. there's always an exception to every rule. So it's harder to go referral-based content into consumer Okay, because those are two different, but you can take a consumer direct and parlay yeah. it into yeah. building a relationship with the realtors. Yeah, because what I'm hearing and seeing with that with a consumer direct content, because if it's going to be somewhat educational as well, that can, you know, that's like I've seen this happen with actual people where the realtors will still consume that info because they're getting educated as well. Like, what about FHA? What about, you know, non owner AC, whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been working um, with um, a couple of folks on this concept of the, the hybrid loan officer, which is who, play, who, who exists in both worlds, you know, who still has got the referral base, kind of like the foundation of their business because that's strong and it's a great source, but then who's also becoming a modern right originator and living that hybrid world where they're producing content, they are going consumer direct. And that's like, for me, that's like the sweet spot, man. That's who I really want to help, you know? Nice, yeah. So I would then just... Um parlay that over and really focus on the consumer direct. And then what I call like an, like an off-ball product, you know what I mean? The off-ball product of, of getting all the consumers is, Hey, I got to Somebody has to go out there and show these people because I'm not a realtor. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. I'm going to have to help these people. Then they start to get referrals. So I think that that is kind of like that hybrid that you're talking about yeah. um, right. and to get off the actual shift to yeah. so add, add value. Anything you're adding or doing differently? Um, where are we now? March this year. Content, 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 content. Uh, so I have Mario flying in from uh, New York. We're redoing my entire office. We're setting up cameras and all that kind of stuff that I'm going to start actually uh, coaching um, and, and creating content just by sitting at my desk and like, oh my God, I just thought of something like, and just education, you know what I mean? And something comes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to spread the word about how this actually works. So I'm just going to tape it, it goes over to the editor. They're going to spice it up into like a, you know, short video and boom. So just so much like educational videos mm -hmm. um, are going to be going out that way. So I'm really who's, focusing who's on the that. audience for those. Um, I'm going to put them on just depending on what the actual video is. It just depends what pops in your head at that moment. So is the whole idea there, you want to capture something that pops in your head in the middle of your day? Yep, exactly. Hmm. Um, catch something, 
tape it, splice it. It might be like realtor driven, referral driven. It might be a consumer direct driven. It might be an education where a lot of people don't know. It might be a new law that came out, you know, um, it might be something, you know, Fannie Mae's coming down with the line like, hey, yesterday, single, you know, second home and, and investment. What a, what a crazy nightmare. Well, don't be too scared about it. You know what I mean? So like little things like that and, and just trying to send out more because I'm, I'm constantly dealing with it. So it's like, why not just tape it, edit it and then throw it out there? Hmm. Interesting. And are you still going to do the more? I mean, I know there's a certain production element to that, but are you going to do the more like, you know, more higher produced where you're doing your, you know what I mean? Like um, you've got different characters and stuff like that. You don't continue there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that is my spot. I love it. So I just nice. remade um, lot in order. Check that out. Coming to you soon. <laughs> That's uh, what, about, um, what about, hold on, hold on. Is, um, is Fannie Mae, is she coming back? You mentioned her. <laughs> Fannie, Fannie Mae's coming back. Fannie Mae is coming back. Freddie Mac. You, uh, you oh, know, that's Freddie awesome, Mac. man. Awesome. I love, I love yeah. your play on uh, Hot Ones. That's yeah. That was really good. <laughs> Dude, that was so spicy. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> my mouth is on fire. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, man. Wow. Really, really cool. I appreciate you making time, man. Hopefully, um, you know, people got some nuggets listening, and I, th I think they did. I think, the, you know, one thing is obviously it's like, look, just get started. Don't try and be the mortgage geek. Just be you, whatever that is. You know, if you're the, if you're the tight buttoned up dude who's more of the, you know what I mean, the more professional, if you will. I guess hey, there's an audience for that, right? But then there's obviously opposite spectrum. There's an audience for the mortgage geek. So you're somewhere in between, man. There's always somebody for you, right? Always somebody for you. Don't ever let go. Also, I just want to send out to a couple people DM me like, hey, can you help me with something? And I was like, and I respond really quick and. And they're like, holy shit, like, I cannot believe you responded so fast. Like, you're going to take the time. So um, everyone that is listening, if you ever want to ask me any questions, if you ever want to have feedback, if you ever want to know about like tax returns, income, I don't, it makes no difference if you work for me or not. Let's be successful together. I'm always available for everybody. DM me, go to my Facebook, give me a call, send me an email. Um, it doesn't matter, man. Let, let's just make everyone a smarter and more powerful in their, in their business. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man, 100%. All right, uh, appreciate it so much. You being here, making time for your busy day. Listeners, you know what to do. Tune in. We're going to put links to all his stuff in the show notes, his YouTube, <clears throat> his Instagram, his website. So, Because if you don't watch and follow The Mortgage Geek, damn it, you need to. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> Go check Get out on. my Boats and Hose video. Boats and Loans. <laughs> um, you're going to see your view count skyrocket now. It's going to be awesome. All right. So um, everybody, peace out. Thanks for tuning in. Leave a review if you like this. Sean, as always, man, um, you take care. Let's stay in touch. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done-for-you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus 
done-for-you proven marketing materials and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.